0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and this is episode 25. And so we have an exciting episode for you. This is for the week of June 24th. And with me is my son, Jaden. Jay, how are you? I'm
1: doing just great. Just great? Hope everyone
0: out there is doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, we we in our pre test or pre recording test for today's show, uh, an ambulance went by our house and a fire truck went by our house. Like it seems like it happens every time we record. Yeah, and, and it was uh, loud. It was too. loud. It was yeah. really loud. Yeah, we we don't really have a way to prevent that yet. We're actually going to be setting up a room that's going to be our new podcasting studio and maybe where we can also hopefully begin to record some videos as well for you guys. Um, and until then, there's not really a way to get around this because we literally, like, I think we live on the on the busiest corner of the of the street uh, where the ambulances and and the fire trucks come the most here in our in our. Yeah. You know, our we live it, in the small town. It happens a lot. Yeah, we just there's no way around it. So unless we hit pause every single time or we go back and. You know, edit it out every time. And Which
1: would take way too long.
0: Well, and I like the the raw show. Exactly. I mean, I guess if the police came up to our door, we would have to edit it out because they came knocking. Could just set up
1: the third mic and just, you know, have them on. Officer,
0: come on in. Sit down. What, yeah. what's, what seems to be the issue? Well, sir, uh, your wife didn't use a blinker, and we need to talk about that, so.
1: Well, what games have you been playing, officer?
0: Oh, I like that. Kind of deflects him, like, mm-hmm. you know, deflects the officer, so. Anyway, no, I love our police, highest respect for our police, Um, good friends with our police, uh, our chief of police as well, and we pray for them often, and uh, this isn't, I just don't want that to go any weird direction with everything going on right now. So, this is episode 25, like we said, uh, for June 24th, Uh, June missed it by one day. Uh if, if Wednesday film on the twenty-fifth, it'd be so cool to have twenty five twenty-five. Yeah. But we're not there. But so no, we can yeah. just
1: act like it is yeah. the
0: twenty-fifth. Yeah. We were gonna have a special show today about being our twenty-fifth episode. However, Nintendo uh, released a huge Smash Brothers Ultimate live streaming event and Um, It just happened this morning, and so we want to go ahead and record about that because that's gold. We want to use it right now rather than bring it to you an entire week or two weeks late. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And since we just talked about ARMS last week and wondering when they were going to drop the the announcement for who the new ARMS player is going to be, no spoilers yet, uh, we do want to go and talk about it today. So just to get some of the show openers out of the way. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And as always, drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. Send us your thoughts, questions, uh, your own mom or dad's story, or hey, kids, if you're out there, you're listening, and you want to write us an email, go right ahead and do that. Just make sure you get mom and dad's permission first and ask them to help you with all that. So with that out of the way, Jay, let's go and talk about what we've been up to this week. Alrighty. And um, There's... There's the obvious games that I don't want to spend time talking about. There's Animal Crossing, which I know you haven't really played. Um, I haven't really played in the last two or three weeks. I did finally play last week um, a couple days for an extended period of time, which was great because I, I caught up on, on almost all the fish and almost all the bugs. I think I'm missing two bugs and two fish, and that's it. And then I'm caught up for you know up to where we are in the month of June. Um, but outside of Animal Crossing, um, Bioshock, I keep going back to Bioshock if I don't know what I'm going to play, or if I'm just feeling kind of ugh, and no game seems to really fit. You know, those, you know, those days you just don't want to think. You don't want to, right. don't want to play a new game. You don't want to learn a new system. You just want, you want to play something you enjoy. And Bioshock is continually my go-to. I love that game. And so I'm throwing it out there. If you all haven't played Bioshock yet, and you, and you haven't played it at all, or maybe you're like my younger brother Johnny. He's been on the show, and he hates double-dipping with games. Um, totally double-dip with this game on Switch. It's amazing. It is only twenty dollars uh, for the first Bioshock, or you can get the whole collection of all three for fifty bucks. Totally worth it.
1: Go for all three.
0: We talked about on the show before, you know, how do you weigh the value of a game when it comes to price? Because right. if the game launched well, when it first launched, it was 60 bucks. And now that it's been out 10, 11 years, however long it's been since the first Bioshock, is it still worth sixty or whatever? And there's the people like me. I absolutely love this game, and I would probably drop $60 on the first Bioshock because the game is so good, one of my favorites. But $20 is a steal, I and mean, that's a bargain price. I think that y'all should just go buy it right now. So anyway.
1: Like right now, pause. like, like pause, pause the show. The yeah. Just go just go get it right now. Just go buy it.
0: Uh, I will say this. If you're if you're looking at it physical or, or digital, and we're going to be talking about Borderlands here in a second, it's the same thing with this. Uh, 2K Games, love the fact that they're, giving love to Switch, love that they're bringing over all of these games. You know, the, uh, We talked about it before, Bioshock, Borderlands, and then XCOM 2. Mm-hmm. Something weird with Bioshock, where if you buy the collection physical, so it's the Bioshock, uh, it's called Bioshock the Collection, it has one, two, and three. Um, the first game is only partially on the cartridge. So like, for example, Borderlands, uh, if you buy the collection, which is Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, and the pre-sequel, um, you, if you buy that, Uh, physical collection. The first game is on the cart, but then the second two games are a download code, okay? Bioshock's even more messed up. Part of the first game is on the cartridge, and you have to download the rest of the first game and then additionally download Games 2 and 3.
1: Why would they do that? I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I, let me rephrase. I do know. It's because of of the size on the cart. You know, they're going with the cheapest cart possible. Because right. there is Nintendo cartridges, the way that they are to be manufactured. And then selling them to third parties, it co- they cost more money versus like a game. Uh, I, I'm sorry. An X, I was going to say Game Boy. Versus like an Xbox disc or a PlayStation disc. The Nintendo cartridge actually costs more money to use for third party. And so it's easier for them to. You know, if it's a small game, fit it on a cartridge. But if it's a large game, eh, just download it. We don't care about how much space yeah. you have on your Switch. That's, that's your problem, not our problem. So
1: that's a good point. It is our problem. It is
0: our problem. So maybe they should include a free SD card with some of these games. That'd be nice. Um, anyway, so I've been playing a lot of Bioshock Remastered, absolutely loving the game, um, almost halfway through it. Uh, but then the other game I've been playing, um, which I did not expect to pick up this game, but I had some free. Um, I had some free points at Best Buy to, to get you know, a Nintendo eShop gift card. And then I had free points, like with gold points. So the game basically cost me nothing. But um, I've been playing a lot of Clubhouse Games, 51 World War, World War, Worldwide Classics.
1: Worldwide Classics. <laughs> there we go.
0: Worldwide Classics. Um, it's You can pick it up for $39.99. And I just want to read a little short description here about it. Um, It says, with board games, card games, sports games, solitaires, and even a piano keyboard. Check that out. uh, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics is a collection of games. Wait, is a collection of games?
1: Movies and everything in between. (laughs) Everything in between.
0: (laughs) Uh, Nice one. I'm missing some words here. Anyway, it's a collection of games from around the world to play and discover on your Nintendo Switch system. Each game includes how to play instructions and trivia tidbits, like every time you beat a level of the computer, they're, did you know, and they give you a little you know, cool. piece. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh, defeat all difficulty levels of CPU, CPU opponents to become a master of each game. Play on the go, on the TV, or others locally or online. And so um, I'm surprisingly loving this game. And one, and I haven't even explored all 51 games yet, but uh, I was playing Connect 4, which I did not realize how bad I was at Connect 4. Like I don't know how can you be bad at Connect Four, but I'm not sure on the easiest level, I continually lost. Like I I most of these games I was starting and I'd played through all the difficulties until I got to the highest one. Connect four, it took me so many tries just to beat the lowest, like normal level. Once I did beat a normal, I went to the next game. I was like, I am not increasing the difficulty. Wow. Yeah, I'm terrible at Connect Four. I I, I discovered. I discovered. Huh. Yeah. And then um what's what's really cool about this game is that uh they, they if if there's like if you're with a group of friends like let's say three other players have their own switches only one person needs to own this game, which is very unique. And so, let me just read what it has here in the descriptions. Um, the free clubhouse game guest pass—that's a mouthful—includes um, four games that you can play on your own as solos. Like basically, it's a demo. But it also includes the 40 plus multiplayer games. And so, if I own the game. And then you and Caleb and mommy all got your switches together. All y'all would need to do is download the demo, and then you can play local co op with me on all of the other multiplayer games, which is huge because most games, it requires that we each own our own copy of that game. Um, Nintendo used to do this back with the uh, DS um, when they had, like, that was the first system that supported local wireless, you know, uh, versus just like a little uh, cable like the old Game Boy had and everything else. But they did the same thing where you had one game cart and you played with the whole family. And so if you're interested in a bunch of not they're not mini games because, I mean, they are full blown games, but simple games like card games, uh, card games, board games, dice games, uh, games that are from around the world with pegs and little other things. There's a game on there called um, uh, Hounds and the Hare, Hare and the Hounds, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, right. And, and it's a it's a old, very old French game. And you'd have these three little hounds and this one hare. And the hare is trying to basically swap positions on the board with the the hounds to win. A lot of little games like that. But hours of fun. So this is a game that we could really play as multiplayer as a family because I own it. And then y'all can all download the demo. So I will say this. If you uh, own Clubhouse Games or you want to pick it up and you read about this guest pass, um, I was really confused. and It took me over 15, 20 minutes to figure out what that guest pass was because I was trying to download it for my wife and could not figure it out anywhere. Um, I had to Google it and finally figure out that uh, on some website somewhere, they said, yeah, this guest pass that they talk about all throughout the game, hey, just download the guest pass. What they're actually talking about is the demo. So when you go buy the game, instead of buying it directly, you can download the demo, that is the guest pass. But they don't actually say that anywhere. It does say it now on Nintendo's official website for this page. I don't believe it was there when the game launched. It could have been, I just overlooked it so that could have been bad on me. But all throughout the game, it doesn't say that's have boring. your fr- it doesn't say have your friends download the demo. It says have your friends download the the free. And here's what it's called: Clubhouse guest Games Guest Pass. And I'm like, and I'm searching on the eShop, and I couldn't find it. And wow, it was it was kind of a mess. But yeah, you found out though. Yeah, I found so that's out. Good. Really fun. Having a lot of fun with this game. Again, there is a demo in the eShop. You can download it. it comes with four games to give you an idea. But um. Yeah, I say check it out. I mean, I'm really, really liking it. And so the other game we've been playing is uh, Borderlands. And so just a quick summary real fast. Bioshock is definitely rated M for Mature. So uh, parents, keep your kids away. Clubhouse Games, though, is rated E for everyone. So again, a great family game. And now moving on to Borderlands. Uh, this is an older game. It is rated M for Mature. Uh, it's $30 for the base game, or you can buy the whole collection, which again is Borderlands, Borderlands 2, both of them game pre-sequel. of year editions, and then the pre-sequel. Isn't that a great name? Pre-sequel. Sounds, sounds like something George Lucas would have came up with. Yeah. The pre-sequel. Pre-sequel. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, well, the reason we're, we're talking about Borderlands, though, is that I am always looking for games to play with Jaden, and um, there's only so many multiplayer games out there that we both own copies of. And Borderlands is a it's a very frantic uh, first-person shooter slash looter slash... Um, has RPG elements in it. Um, it's it's a crazy, 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 crazy out there game. The art style is crazy. The action is crazy. It's over the top. Yeah. Uh, your character is a berserker, and he literally yells all the time, screaming constantly. And so, yeah. but it's a game that we found that is a lot of fun to play. You and me. Um, there is some language in it, so we're not playing it around. You know, the younger kids in the household. But um, I one of my all-time favorite games. Really like this game. Um, don't really care for it so much as a solo player. It's fun, but it's definitely it shines in the multiplayer realm. So Jay, tell me what, or tell me and tell others what you like about this game. Alrighty.
1: Um, well, like you said, my, uh, well, actually, I have two. I have a berserker and I have a soldier. Um, my I like the berserker better, and the reason I like him better is because he. It, he, he's, he's, one, he's, uh hmm, I'm trying to think of the word, mm. but it won't work. He's a tank? Right. That, that's, that's, that's the, the word. word. Sweet. I have, like, 700 health with this dude, which is a lot compared to my other guy. And so I can just run up on, like, everybody and just, just beat them up. Like, just literally, I just run into... The middle of everything, and there's like 50 billion dudes around me.
0: It's like you're Bane from D.C. Exactly. And all of a sudden, like just, you injected yourself at something. I'm just like, destroying Gah! everybody, and it's, 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 it's cool. It makes you feel cool. What's funny is that when you and I play this together, and I'm kind of tired. You know, when I'm, when I'm tired, I jump at everything. Everything makes me, it makes me jump. right? And if we're playing this together multiplayer, and I don't see your character on screen, and all of a sudden I hear, because I play with the sound on with my AirPods in and whatnot. I hear this like Rah! you know from, from your character. Right. It makes me jump because I'm already he trigger that, yeah. happy. Yeah, he,
1: he yells a lot. He, he like yells a whole lot constantly. Yeah. Every time
0: you activate your power or your 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 ability for that class, yeah, he yells a ton.
1: A whole ton.
0: Yeah. To the point to where he started cracking jokes when you, me, and a friend of mine were playing and it was like oh Sam. Uh, Sam yeah, he's going so show around. Yeah, three of us were playing and we're like, dude, do you need therapy or something? I know it's like, that dude is yeah. <laughs> you're running around screaming and yelling, and then it's like you stand there, you're not fighting anybody. Then you're opening a loot box and you're still, <laughs> <laughs> still screaming, and like, stuff, dude, yeah. chill.
1: Yeah. He, it, it's just, it's mainly just when I activate the ability though. But even if there's no one around, he still just yells at nothing.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun though. If if you've been playing Borderlands, uh, and you would uh, on switch specifically, and you would like to team up with us, just send us shoot us an email at Heydad, at dad's gaming com. We'd love to connect with you and, uh do a multiplayer map ourselves and that, that would just be a blast getting on uh, oh, yeah. playing playing some matches with some listeners that'd be a lot of fun so what's your favorite element just i'm just curious out of Borderlands so far
1: um i i don't know um hmm, i haven't thought about that at all
0: well what's interesting for me is that i grew up when it came to first person shooters one of my First, first first-person shooters. I mean, I I think my first FPS ever was, um, if it could even, I guess it's still considered FPS, would have been Wolfenstein 3D back on on DOS. Um, I think they had it on Windows 3.1 as well, but it was back on DOS. And so uh, terrible graphics, you know, these 8-bit-looking graphics, and the doors clanking, opening, and shut like the bluish-green doors. There was no looking up or down, and there was no aiming. The way it worked was you used W S A D. Those are your up, you know, forward, back, right. left, right. And so, your all you saw was your hand and a gun, and that was it. And then, if I turned left and there was an enemy there, that's that's who I was shooting. If I turned right, there's an enemy there, that's where I was shooting. Um, there was no looking up or looking down. There was moving forward, and moving back. So basically, you turned left, turned right, moved forward, moved back. Um, loved the game. Sounds terrible. Oh, it was amazing back in the day. And then, you know, getting, going up a little more modern, um, uh, the original Unreal Tournament. Man, mean, we used to host LAN parties where we'd all get together at someone's house, clear the dining room table, and everyone was bringing over either their laptops if they were fortunate enough. Most people don't have laptops, and so they're bringing over their huge desktop PCs and their monitors and their keyboards and, and the mouse or whatever else, hooking up to routers sitting there on the table. And, that, and, and that's how we would do LAN parties. I mean, it's just wow. crazy thinking about that. Doing a first person shooter, you know, land party versus now saying, hey, just bring your Switch over and we'll just sit on the couch.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's just so different. But the thing is that when we first, when you and I first started playing Borderlands, I mean, you have played uh, Star Wars Battlefront Mm -hmm. and you have also played Halo, you know, when you were younger. Um, But this is the first time you've taken an FPS on your own and went through the campaign and, you know, leveling up characters and RPG elements and everything else and um, just. What's what what is your experience on this game versus every other game, you know, genre that you've ever played? I mean, this is totally different. Um, It doesn't mean count close to Splatoon because Splatoon is, again, very different and third, third third person perspective and um, still doesn't have the same um, rush that a FPS has when you see guys, you know, all killing you, right. or jumping on you from behind, and, and it has barely a, surviving at and, the end.
1: And, you know, the main part of Splatoon is you have to cover the map, so it's right. not only just shooting, you know? Right.
0: This game really has it to where you, you run into an enemy, and you're like, oh, crap, he's he's five levels higher than me, and, like, what am I going to do? Or you right. get surrounded. Or, or in this game where you, when they do, you know, you're about to die and they shoot you and you fall down, and then you could revive yourself for a second win by, you know, killing them before you mm-hmm. can, and all that. So, I mean, just... What This is brand new mechanics like for you. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole new type of game for you. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really like the, you know, the going on the quests everywhere, you know, trying to find, you know, they say, go find five of these things or bring me back 10 of these things or go kill six of these dudes. Because, um, you know, you, you travel all around the map and you see lots of different places and lots of different bad guys and stuff. So that's cool, Just just like exploring everywhere and just, you know, learning learning the area and stuff. That's pretty cool.
0: So you said you like the quest. Is it the, the fact that it gives you like here's here's your agenda. You're gonna right. do A, B, C, D, E. Because in Zelda where did that come from? In Zelda you actually played um I mean, you beat the game, but you, you read the quest. You did a lot of reading in Zelda. Right. In Borderlands, you don't even know what you're doing. No. It says, go grab 10 skulls. And you're like, okay. And you don't know why you're grabbing 10 skulls. No, I just As far grab- as you know, you could be the bandit in this game. Oh, yeah. I, I could. I mean, like, you you don't know. I don't know anything, no. But um, I just don't
1: feel like doing all the reading.
0: In the official description for Borderlands on on the uh, Nintendo eShop, it says, take on the lawless, desolate planet Pandora in pursuit of powerful alien technology, the Vault. With new weapons, visual upgrades, and f- and um, what's it say? Oh, all four add on packs and more. So it says it right here you're taking on the lawless, desolate planet Pandora. Um, but as far as you know, you could be the lawless I could. person in Pandora. I, yeah, I know. We don't could get to the know. end of the game and then you realize, oh crap, you've been the bad guy this whole time. I'm the good guy pretending to be bad with you, and I turn around and shoot you, and then the game's over. Is that how it goes? I, no spoilers, I can't oh, say. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I mean that could happen. It I don't just, know. anything. Oh, it
0: frustrates me that you don't like to read the quests. I'm like, this is, a, this is a cool story behind this game. I'm sure there is. So, so I just don't. Maybe feel this like is it. an age difference thing. Why is it that you don't like the, the 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 or not? that You don't like it, but why is it that um, it's not? like You don't have a desire to go and read the story to understand the the lore of the game.
1: I mean, I just don't want to take the time.
0: You just want to get in there and, and yeah.
1: Just get the quest done, kill the dudes, level Interesting. up, you know.
0: See, this is why games like, for example, The Outer Worlds, um, I'm still playing that, loving it. Uh, it's not a real long game, um, but it's taken me a while to get through it because I'm talking to every person. Not only am I reading the quest, but I'm trying to get as much backstory on every character as possible.
1: Yeah, see, that just, I don't know. That just takes a while. Hmm. I don't feel like taking the time to read everything, you know? But it's enjoyable. I guess. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious how much of this is uh, the difference in, you know, my personality and your personality or how much of it is based on how I was raised. Um, there, I guess most games in my generation were either like something as simple as Mario where you just have action that you're doing and there's no story at all. Right. I mean, the whole story for almost every Mario game period It'll is. They'll say Peach. Yeah. Peach <laughs> has been kidnapped by Bowser. It's going to Bowser and, and get
1: Peach. That's, that's yeah it. that's it for um
0: everything. or there are games that were like text-based adventures and so you enjoyed the story or like when mist came out on pc back in uh, 92 i think it was 92 to 95 somewhere in that time frame um absolutely loved mist which we're actually working on a review for that game right now but um on the Switch version, but, you know, I guess, I don't know, maybe that's part of it. I just, and I, I grew up with games, um, that some of them had these stories that you wanted to learn. I, like, I remember playing Mist back on the PC and then loving it so much that when they came out with the Mist trilogy of books, I read them right away and, and love those books. I just like the story. Yeah. Hmm. But with Zelda, was different though. Yeah. Is it because Zelda was a slower paced game and it kind of, the, I mean, did that help you at all? Like, since it was slower paced, it kind of felt normal to go with the story? Or? Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, well, Zelda, I don't know. Zelda also had lots of, like, um, I, I forgot the word. Um, you know, the things. There
0: are so much, there are so many things in that game. I don't even a clue where to begin. It
1: tells a story, but it's, it's a, it's a video. I. I can't think of the term. Um, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I have an like okay, like whenever you go to Quest Logs Memories. No, when it, okay, the memories for example. Okay, how it plays the video? The oh, cinematics, cinematics, those things. Z- Zelda had lots of those, and so that's that 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 made it more. There was
0: a VO voice acting, right? voice, voice
1: acting, and it shows like the people
0: from the past. Gotcha. You so know, it's not just a bunch of reading text, right? No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, cool find it interesting but that's neat cool sweet sweet cool man cool Alrighty, it's a difference anyway moving right. on yeah moving on from there uh we're gonna so we're, rather than tell you what we're watching right now like shows movie wise we kind of wanted to highlight an app uh the, the dc universe app and uh the main reason is is because we love and we've talked about on the show before you know the dc animated uh films as well as the series and we're gonna talk about two on on today's show but just to Give you a little bit of idea about the DC universe. Uh, it's more than just a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu. It costs $74.99 annually or seven nine seven dollars ninety-nine cents per month. So eight bucks a month, seventy-five dollars a year. You save some money there if you go to go for a year. Uh, but it also has a free seven-day trial. They are not sponsoring the show. We are not getting any kickback from them whatsoever. None. Um, I just we were looking at there's so many shows that we like to watch and since this app is getting larger and larger, DC's basically removing things from Netflix and Hulu and things like that, and they're putting them onto their own app. Understandably so. I mean, Disney is, is doing the same thing. Disney's slowly removing things from Netflix and moving it over putting to Disney+. To Disney Plus. Plus, right. right. So I wanted to plug DC Universe because there's stuff that we watch on there. But just to give you an idea, one of the things that start with uh, the DC Universe is that not only do you get access to all of the shows, you also get access to all the movies, you get access to... Um, uh, originals that you can only find, so original movies, original TV series that you can only find um, on this on this platform, as well as you can read uh, DC comics, which is really cool. So you can go back to older comics, newer comics, and you can um, actually read them right there on your on your device, whether it be an iPhone or iPad. And it's a really cool way to go deeper into the DC universe um, without actually having to go out and buy the comics. It's all included with the monthly fee of eight bucks a month. And so, the two of the shows we wanted to talk about are Justice League and then Batman, the animated series. And so Justice League, we've talked a lot about on the show. Uh, there's two seasons of it, but there's a lot of episodes in those two seasons. Um, if you're looking for it, it's it's it's. it came out in 2002 because there's a lot of things, just Justice League, you type in Justice League. But the one that we're talking about came out in 2002, um, by far one of our favorite um, DC animated series, hands yeah, down. Yeah, we watched that a lot. Yeah, there's Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, there's um, Teen Titans, and then what was the other one? Uh, uh, Teen Titans Beyond or something like that? Uh, maybe. Or Young Justice, I'm sorry. There was oh, Justice League, yeah, Justice League yeah, yeah. Unlimited, uh, and there's Young Justice, Young Justice Beyond, and then there's also Teen Titans. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, but this is where you want to start. Um, great, great series. And the thing is, right now, if you wanted to watch Justice League, you would have to either buy it off of... Any streaming platform, iTunes, Amazon, whatever, um, or you would need to watch it through a service like DC Universe, where you get it for you know eight dollars a month. And so Jay, why don't you talk a little bit about DC Universe?
1: Alrighty. So DC Universe, like you said, you know they have everything DC, from movies to animated shows to animated movies to not animated shows. You know they got everything there. So if you're a fan of superheroes or specifically DC. I say, you know, go for it because we we use this right to watch the Mm -hmm. stuff and it's pretty cool. And even if you're not into anything like, you know, animated shows or movies, it still has all the live action ones. Or if you're not into live action movies or shows, it still has all the animated ones. So, I mean, you know, or if you like both, then you got both. You, you know, you got, you got have, a little bit of everything. You have a
0: seven-day trial to check it out. And so I think if you tried for seven days, there's stuff on there to watch. You know, there's more mature stuff for as an adult. But then there's also incredible stuff to watch, you know, with your kids, with your family. So that's Justice League. And uh, the next one we we'll want to talk about is Batman the Animated Series. So this series has actually been one of my favorite Batman series ever. Um, this series came out—I was trying to find the date. I don't know why I didn't put it in the notes— um, early nineties, like 91, 92, something like that. Um, this is a series that I watched, you know, 91, 92. Wait, you, you did put it in the note. Did I? It says 1990. Oh, that was my placeholder. Oh. <laughs> I never went back and changed it, but this was actually, this is a series I grew up with. So I, I was all of, you know, 10, uh, and anyway, no, depending on when it came out, right, right around you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, when the show came out, um, for me, one of the best, Bastman, uh, Bastmans, one of the best <laughs> Batmans ever. Uh, there's several Batman's. There, there's the Batman animated series. There's the Batman. There's I mean, there's there's a, quite a few uh, of retelling of the general Batman stories based on the you know, comic books that they follow. Right. Um, for many, this is considered to be one of the best animated Batmans ever. I mean, today, period. I mean, some of the best music, best art design, best storytelling. It's just um, DC was really in there, in there, just hitting their prime during this time. You know what it was. Prime
1: during this time. Prime during this time. No,
0: but uh, you know what it was? What was it? If you look
1: at this, Justice League, 2002, Batman, early 90s, Batman mm-hmm. the Animated Series, and they were coming out with all these animated Batmans. That was a while ago. Right. And this Justice League, that was a while ago. Yeah. And those were all really good. I think, like you just said, they were in their prime. Now, it current today, right now, today. all their movies are garbage.
0: Well, all of their live action. Right, and, and we can't say garbage because, like we said before, we really like you know Wonder Woman was well, Wonder Woman was fantastic, and and Aquaman it was a good movie as well it was a fun movie, um, but yeah it's not not to Marvel's caliber at all. Oh no! no but like we said before, the animated movies even to are, steady, like we just watched the the last one they compared just to really the live dark action Marvels uh, Apocalypse War, my God, so that good, movie yeah. was phenomenal.
1: I feel like they can do that though, like we we mentioned I think. It might have been, la- I think it was last show, how Um, one of the reasons that these movies are so good is because they're so, Um, lots of them are so dark and they can make, they can put scenes in there that are like, whoa. But I feel like they can do that because it's animated. I feel like they can't do that in a live action.
0: Okay, Avengers or um, the rating? Infi- okay, Infinity go... War. Think about Infinity War. Infinity War. Though. War okay. Infinity War. Not only was it uh, darker of the of the Marvel films, it ends on a very dark note. It does. Um, I mean, yes, there's things that are happening in the DC animated movies, but then again, they're still carrying a PG-13 rating. I mean, most of them. I mean, Apocalypse War, the last one it was, was R. it was an R-rated film. Um, but I mean, there's so many of these. I, I feel like they could translate well. It's just bringing the right people over to write the. I mean, yeah, write this, you know. I agree. I think they could, I but they know.
1: just refuse. They don't want to.
0: Anyway, um, back to DC Universe. What's cool about DC Universe is everything we just talked about. You can find all of these, and a lot of this is as uh, DC's. These are their gem series. They're you know, their TV programming. They're they're awesome. They're gems. the the uh, The movies they have are incredible. I mean, at the best, you're going to be spending ten bucks a film if you were to buy these yourself. Um, and so maybe... I thought
1: they were 20 or 25.
0: Well, I mean, like, brand new, they come out, There are. Oh, but okay, you can get them okay. on sale and everything else. Right. So, you know, maybe for you, a yearly subscription isn't what you want. Um, if you're a diehard die hard fan, I'd say definitely go for the year because you're getting all the, the uh, animated TV series. I'm getting tongue-tied there. You're watching all of the films, um, and you're getting access to literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comic books that you can read digitally that... You might not have a, you won't have a way. Let me rephrase. You won't have a way to get these any, any other way, uh, without spending a lot of money. Um, so maybe a month to month is for you. You know, I, I'm, I would like to do the yearly bundle. I don't know why I haven't. I have a hard time committing to that. But I've been paying paying month to month for at least the last four months. And so, I don't know. I I think it's worth. it, I would it, be though. halfway there on the yearly. I should have just bitten the bullet. And just do Do you it, think so. it's worth it though? I totally think it's worth it. I totally think it's worth it because the content's there and the content's building. And more and more, of the content is only found there as far as DC goes. So anyway, uh, so yeah, there's two shows for y'all to watch: Justice League again, that's rated TV PG, as is Batman the Animated Series. Two of my all-time favorite series that I've watched, uh, and then I've watched with my kids. Um, so y'all go. So yeah, I can I can
1: out. vouch vouch. That's the right word, right?
0: Vouch is the right word.
1: I can vouch for that, this, him,
0: that, this, him, you, there, it. Y'all go, go get it. this. You know,
1: <laughs> TVs and. Shows and whatnot.
0: Go check it out. Again, it's available on all your devices, TV, iPads, or tablets, smartphones, whatever. So um, let's go and move on to the main thing for today's show, and that is the Smash Brothers live stream event. You know, I don't know what to call it because they didn't have a name. Yeah. And then once it came out, who the new fighter is, then they renamed it on YouTube. And I'm like, what do you call this thing? So anyway... We are officially calling, you know, being Dad's Gaming Corner, the official podcast for the web. You know, Jay, did you know that we are the official podcast? Like, we are officially licensed as the official podcast for the website, Dad's Gaming Corner? Well, I'd hope so. That's just, I mean, so that speaks volumes to who we are. Oh, yeah. And so because of our authorization and who we are known to be, this it the, the direct or whatever it's officially called Super um, Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Ultimate, Ultimate live, streaming live Stream Event. event. I can even say all right, <laughs> scratch everything I said. All right, um, so Jay, who is revealed? general please. I don't have the, the. Oh, we need a sound effect for Jay. yeah. I
1: need a. Sound all right, Min right. Min.
0: Min Min, and Min that's Min. the one that you were
1: asking for. I knew it. You were talking about this last week, and you were doubting me. I was like, "Watch." You're talking about. I was this. like, "Watch." They're gonna and you bring You went Min for Min, over. Min Min because that's it. she's been my favorite since day one. Ever since I started playing arms, she's been my favorite to yep. play with. Yep.
0: So Min and Min they brought her over. Min Min has been confirmed as the next fighter to appear in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and what was funny is that before the the live stream direct thingy from Nintendo went, uh, we were we were like 35 minutes that's kind of long and they were right at 35 minutes 25 seconds I know it was perfect it, it was it was great so their character was revealed uh, during today's live stream event um and hosted by none other than uh, Sakurai, you know the series director, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool because we got to we got to look into his home. His home. And yeah. uh Minmin Min was revealed alongside a brand new animated trailer which saw her beat other arms fighters to earn her the right to compete in the Smash Brothers ultimate she's the universe. Goat. You know, it was I thought that anime that they did was awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. Too. It was cuz it didn't look like Smash Brothers. It didn't look like arms. It had a different art style altogether with it, It, but it was perfect. It was very Japanese anime. It was pretty cool. I loved it.
1: And, you know, Min Min just
0: looked awesome. I loved it. Well, Min Min was like the waitress. Mm It was serving, you know, she was serving the other Mm -hmm. fighters and everything else. You know, Captain Falcon was there and uh, Kirby. And Kirby, and they're sitting there eating all their ramen. They're they're eating ramen.
1: Okay, the first scene, Uh, the uh, first uh, scene of the little anime thing you're talking about. Was them eating ramen, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, "It's min Well, the you thing, already know it's gonna be Mimin because they opened on ramen. You know, News. you kind
0: of w- was hoping, and then the first fighter they show is Springman. I know. So when I saw and that, I was like, "Wait a He jumps onto the scene, and I'm like, "And it looked the way he jumped onto the scene really f- looked like, uh, and had the feeling that they did before in other reveal trailers when they showed somebody coming out. I'm like, "It made him look like oh. it made it look like he's gonna so, be a new fighter." Yeah. yeah, so right away I got I was disappointed. Like, right, oh, I did too. Right away, I was like, uh, "Yay? No, not yay." Oh, I want somebody different. Yeah. And then he's fighting, and then he gets beaten up by Ribbon Girl. And I'm like, there it is. Ribbon Girl's got it. She, Yep, it was her. And then they kept switching it out with different fighters. And they, and they went through – they didn't go through the whole, the whole it roster. Was, it was a few of I them. I mean, they showed all the faces eventually, but – they show different ones actually fighting, and you're like, I don't know where it's going with. Right. And then all of a sudden, Min Min rips off her, you know, her, her like, waitress but She jumps in there. She wins the competition. And because it started with, you know, Springman getting the letter, like they've done in every reveal trailer, until finally she has it, and she's it. And after the reveal trailer, and after, you know, they showed that, and then, you know, Sakurai is in there showing, you know, how she can fight and all her new In-game. moves. We'll talk about yeah. that here in a second. I was like, perfect, perfect, perfect. She's it perfect. No one else perfect. She's it perfect. Cuz Min Min's amazing. It was just it was just perfect. And the fact that she's, you know, like like she's the she just fits. I don't know. It just now she fits. Yeah, she does. I'm glad it was her um you know coming, you know specifically also well, since you know Sakurai's the guy, you know developing everything else. If I think there needed to be a pick, it made sense that it was was her. But then he also comments in there that one of the reasons that they did pick her was that the series director for Arms requested it.
1: He just wanted, he was, yeah. That's what he, he wanted. Requested.
0: And so it was kind of funny because fans have speculated that it would be Springman because he's seen as the face. The face of Arms. But they answered that in the direct as well, saying that um, while Springman is considered by many to be the main protagonist you know, of the series, that when Sakurai went to the director for Arms and asked who is the main person, he goes, There's not one. He goes, They are all equally the face of Arms. And once he said that, they gave him more room to decide who it was. And then once the director said, well, I would you know, my, I would like to see Min Min on there. It was like, done deal. That's who we have. I yeah. think it's great. No, I thought it was amazing. So um, before we talk too much about her, alongside with her, they also, uh, let me backtrack just a little bit here. Um, Min Min will be playable on June 29th. She'll be available as a standalone pack for $5.99. Uh, if you live in the European region, it's actually going to be June 30th based on... Uh, time zone differences and everything else, but she'll be released for $5.99. Um, or if you've perch- pre-purchased or if you're going to purchase now the second fighter's pass, which she's the first of six new fighters coming, you can get all all six of them for $29.99. So basically you buy, you, you're, you're getting six for the price of one, uh, price of five. So it's, that's pretty cool. Give or take whichever one you want to do. But going along with the June 29th release date, they're also releasing new costumes for me, for for the me characters. Now, most of the outfits for the me characters, I haven't I haven't cared for. I mean, I bought Cuphead because it's not like a costume where he's wearing just like a helmet. Once you put on that costume for your me, it looks like you know Cuphead. Okay. He's going pew 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 Shoot pew pew. Gun. That's what it looks like out of his finger. I mean, it looks like Cuphead. I bought Cuphead. Um, there's a few others I can't think of right now that I've also bought. Um, but uh, so so on June 29th, though, there's new costumes being released for the me, which include Ninjara from Arms. Um, I always get this one wrong.
1: Um, which one? Let me see. Hayachi. Oh, yeah. We... Hayachi
0: from Tekken. I'm sure I'm butchering that. But anyway, um, and then Kali and then uh, Marie from Splatoon and then Vault Boy from Fallout, which I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, that's so cool, which makes me, again, wonder. And I'm sure rumors are all over the Internet now that this has been released. I'm curious. Are we having a Tekken game coming to the Switch? I would kill for a Tekken game on Switch amazing fighting game. We would love it with a Nintendo twist in there. Um, and then the other thing would be since it's, uh, we see uh, vault boy there. Could we get fallout coming soon? I mean that, I mean, what is it? Fallout shelter? I think it is. It's an iOS game as well. It's basically, it's a mobile game. It's on, it's on switch that that's great. I guess not great. I don't know. But the fact semi-great. that we have the option to getting a really, I would love to see the fallout franchise come to switch. Um, I don't care about the latest one, but give me the originals. I think that would be absolutely amazing. Um, And so before we get to the next bit of news here that was also released, um, what about Min Min? I mean, like, what about this excites you? Everything? Everything? I've been hope Ever
1: since we started playing ARMS, you know, I tried out all the fighters and everything, and I don't know what it was, but ever since I started, I just had a special connection to Min Min. I felt like she was just calling me, like, you're going to be – the person who's controlling me when you fight. I'm gonna be the fighter. There's a
0: spiritual connection between Min Min and yourself. Yes. Maybe gotcha. it's because
1: she likes ramen. Maybe it's because she has a cool And you gini. do like ramen,
0: so. I
1: don't know why, but she's been my favorite ever since. And when you told me that they were gonna bring an arms character to Smash, I wanted nothing more than Min Min to be that character. And so when it was announced that it was gonna be Min Min, I got very excited and very happy.
0: So let's talk about some of the high level. I don't want to get too deep. I mean, so basically, if you want to watch this video, we're going to put links in the show notes directly to Nintendo's video on YouTube so you can watch it in detail because I'm sure there's some competitive players out there and you need to know all the little details. We don't have those. Um, We're just going to highlight some of her moves. And so uh, I thought one of the really cool things that they did, and I I kind of expected it, but um, when she's fighting, you can change out her arms. Mm-hmm. So you can have a basically a light arm, a medium weight arm, and a heavy arm. Um, you know, when the heavy arm is going to be slower, it's the, like it's the Megaton it's or the whatever. Mega, the me- I think it's called Megaton, isn't Megaton, it? Megaton, Megatron, something like that. Something like that. And it's That's, slower, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a it, really it hard hitter.
1: And then the medium one, like you were talking about, is the dragon. Mm-hmm. If, if y'all played Arms, y'all know what we're talking about. It's the dragon that she has when you first get Min Right. It's the dragon that shoots the the laser out of his mouth. And then the the lighter one, like you were talking about, is the Ram Ram, which is the one that's a disc. So cool. It, that's always one of my favorite it, arms it anyway. Spins. yeah. So
0: I'm excited for that. That's going to be super cool. And what I thought is, again, one of the things I liked is, you know, they, they, they put such detail to this game. Mm-hmm. It's not just thrown together. And so, uh, what was that arm called you just mentioned? The Ram Ram? Yeah. So when she's doing it, it's the ring that moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sakurai actually slowed down the footage, and he said the weapon actually releases... Spins, hits the opponent, and reconnects back. reconnects to her arm or her hand of the arm, and he slows it down so you can actually see it. it. The arm slings forward, goes up, and it's just so cool to see that. Um, with the, and they brought over the uniqueness of arm to her fighter. So, for example, as you're fighting um, with left or right fist, you can control both her left and her right fist, just like in arms, and then you can also direct those arms. So as they're Make punching straight, up down. you can direct them up, you can go straight, you can direct them down. Very unique to arms. They brought that over. Um, for her, they, ha- She has a really high jump where she punches down on the ground with both fists oh, she goes way and because way of that up. she can spring really high but they can increase like you do on a trampoline go higher and higher and finally one of her jumps was all the way up i mean above the screen out of the screen yeah now he did mention that she's she's not a strong uh, aerial combatter i mean anybody fighting from the air she's not good at um her fighting from the air she's not good at close up and personal she's not good at Um, Her main strength is fighting from a distance and keeping enemies at bay. And so the high jump, he said, is for two purposes. One, you can get away from a barrage of attacks, and then you know, obviously, you can choose where you land. But also, if you're about to if you fall off, you can throw out her arms and have a really nice recovery. When I saw that, I'm like, I know. Okay, see, that's why I always go for Kirby because Kirby's got a great recovery. He has like five jumps. Yeah, exactly, great recovery. And with anybody else, I die. I may be good on the offense, but when it comes to defensive play. I'm terrible with anybody. I need Kirby. So I'm like, I am so excited to try men men and try everything they showed. It just, it looks amazing. And what about her attacking left and right at the same time? I know she, so, you know, obviously she has two arms, so you can
1: point one, you, let's say, I think it was, she pointed her left arm to the right, didn't she?
0: I don't know. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. really matter.
1: She points one arm this way, and then one arm this way, the other way, I mean. And she punches both ways at the same time. So let's say you're playing, you know, with with four other friends, right? Y'all are all doing free for all. Let's say you got two guys coming from this side, one guy coming from this side. You can just punch both ways at the same time or, or, and hit what everybody. About a, at What about like an eight,
0: eight player game? I mean, it's like no matter just where wipe you, out the whole map at once. You can be anywhere on the stage and just put the slow hitting Megatron or you know, Megaton or whatever mm-hmm. it's called and just punch out. You're gonna connect with somebody. You're not going to hit everybody, but you will connect with somebody. I mean, it was just it was like, okay, this is cool. It's really cool. I'm nervous that she's OP, but at the same time, every time there's a character that comes out that we think it's going to be OP, they they balance it just so. Right. I know they always have a weakness. Like you
1: said, she can't do close-up combat or aerial combat. So, you know, I think she looked really cool. I think I could kick everybody's butt with her
0: i want to go back and this is the first time this is the first reveal trailer for smash brothers like for a new character coming out Mm -hmm. um that i i would i want to go back and i want to watch it again i know it was like i want to watch it it was so well done i want to watch it again and what's funny is sakurai and then even online they were putting out like these notices saying hey we're doing this from home first time we're recording from home um give us you know you know, be, be gentle type of, type, type of things, right. you know. We'll, we'll see how we do. It was their best one yet. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. It was so cool. Okay, so, okay. Um, All right, so she's coming out, which is amazing. On the 29th, we're also going to be getting these new me outfits. And then for me, mm, yes, I mean, I stood up and jumped. Well, let me just go and finish this. I got to back up and say something about you. Yeah. So then they said, I don't know how he worded it. But it was almost like a tease, like, hmm. We have we hmm we have all these guys coming out hmm we have the first of the new uh, DLC fighters coming out hmm where are their amiibos and I was like frozen in my chair saying yeah where are the amiibos like and I'm like I'm like oh, oh where are they coming and then what does he do and he goes you know I can't remember how he said it about you know a new amiibo is coming out and you see, you're watching him and then he leans over his coffee table and pulls out like from a little decorated pot thing pulls out this little it's like and it's joker and it's i'm like oh yeah like like you could be seeing video right now. I'm like dancing and jumping in my yeah, chair. Yeah. I'm my arms are waving everywhere. You you can't see me. You were very you're very excited right now. So but you excited. Were very excited earlier. Okay, but it gets better. It gets better. So he's like he's like releasing this fall. Currently in production. Releasing this fall. And he brings out this Joker meebo. Oh my gosh! I'll put links in the show notes. It looks gorgeous. It looks incredible. Everything that I would want from it. Amazing. 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 And I'm thinking, okay, that's cool. You're bringing out and Amiibo, and Amiibo. That's all he says. Like, right. we're working on some Amiibo. And then he's like, we have one more we're working on for this fall. And then he brings it out, and it's Hero from Dragon Quest. And I'm like, yes!
1: <laughs> yes! Yeah, you were very excited. So excited. I wasn't... I mean, it was cool. To me, it was cool that they released two more Amiibos, but I don't know who either of those people are. So... It wasn't that big a deal to me.
0: Well, okay, so Joker is, you know, from the Persona 5 franchise, which I don't know because I haven't played any of the Persona 5 franchise at all, or the Persona franchise. Um, but, you know, Hero, he's the main protagonist in uh, Dragon Quest XI. I mean, let me rephrase. There's a, there's a main character, quote-unquote, called Hero in all Dragon Quest games. The one they're doing, though, is from Dragon Quest XI-S, you know, the one that I'm, like, championing no, I mean, no. that I've... Yeah, in fact, I loaded it last night and to see where I am because I, I want to beat it and finalize. I forgot, I already beat the main story. Like, the game's done. And I've beaten at least, I don't know, two-thirds of all the side quests. How many hours do you have in that um, game? 92. That's it? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, you say that's it. I mean, for... Well, I know, but you... <laughs> oh, I love that game. I love that game. Game's so good. We're not going to gush about it right here. I feel like I could talk about Dragon Quest not or right Bioshock every, time, every chance I right get. Now. Not right now. Um, I was disappointed in how Hero looked. Because he's just standing still and he's got a sword and a shield, I'm like, that's kind of lame. But the more I saw him, the more I'm like, that's my buddy. That's my buddy yeah. right there. And of Anywho. course, you know,
1: they're super duper detailed—the hair yeah. and the clothes now, and the equipment. You know, you
0: you have to go by. I mean, you can only go so much based on the wording. It, it appears that Joker is finalized and now he's in production. And then for Hero, it look it, it's they made it look and sound as if his final design isn't there yet. Like they're still. Working on it. Although Sakurai did rub it in when he said, Nintendo sent one of these Amiibos to my home. That's <laughs> yeah. how he sounds. You know, when he's tra- whenever he, he speaks English, it, yeah. he translates to... This is how this Nintendo sent me this Amiibo to my home. And he pulls out Joker, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that so bad. Um, but here's the cool part. It's not just that we're getting two Amiibos. He confirmed that they are going back, and we're getting an Amiibo for every DLC. DLC. So that's all previous DLC moving forward. That Every DLC fighter will get an Amiibo. Which means? 12 new Amiibos for me. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> which means... Break. nope. Good
1: time. I was come gonna on. say, Ba-da-bum. Ba-da-bum. which means no, there's gonna be a Min Min amiibo. Yeah. Which, mm. which we've been talking Ooh. about, which we've been talking about for a come long on. time. Come how we on. wish they would come out with arms amiibos and how cool so they who would Who do we look.
0: need to reach out to at Nintendo and say, give us an arms line of amiibos? I, I don't oh. know. You know, I'm Mario. Just, let's
1: let's contact Mario. I'm
0: excited just to get a hold of, of Min Min. I know it's going to be so cool to get Min Min as, as an amiibo. So I'm super I'm just excited for that. Super excited. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, we're gushing, but we need to move forward for sake of time here. So, um, so here, here, here's a question I have. With the addition of bringing Min Min into Super Smash Bros, we were talking about this. Um, what will this do as far as arms sales numbers? And so. Um, arms received talk about it last week a lot of love when it came out it received good positive reviews a lot of you know 4.5s out of out of five a lot of eights and nines out of tens i mean it received a lot of praise however when you look at the sales numbers for for, for a nintendo first party games so these are games you know these are ips owned by nintendo okay um, arms sold 2.1 million copies now let me put that in perspective okay i didn't I didn't put them all here but let me just give you some perspective uh Mario Kart 8 Deluxe okay this is switch only so it's not Mario Kart 8 it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe so it's f- switch exclusive has sold 22.96 million so they're just shy of 23 million copies okay wow uh, i'm just going to go down the list not of all the high numbers but just give you some some you know numbers to put in perspective so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe 22.96 million Super Smash Bros Ultimate 17.68 million Super Mario Odyssey sixteen point five nine million, uh, Breath of the Wild sixteen point three four, Pokemon Sword and Shield combined sixteen. I'm just going to round these. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping at the points. We're just going to round down. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield sixteen million, Splatoon two uh just under ten million. Now here's where it gets. Now remember, Arms is at two point one million. One two Switch sold three million copies, a million more than Arms that's just wrong there's an injustice there i need to I, I need to i need to stand up and speak up on behalf of arms because that's just wrong i'm just saying uh, ring fed adventure uh 2.17 2. million million copies sold so they I, i'm putting in the point in the points right there because you know it, it sold <laughs> it sold more copies than arms um now I, again in perspective one two switch was a launch title so when switch first launched you basically bought breath of the wild one, two, Switch. And those were the only two games from Nintendo that you could buy for the Switch. There are a few other third parties, but it was only those two from Nintendo. So I get that. One, two, Switch, it's been out, you know, it was a day one launch title. So everybody, right. we bought it. Everybody bought it. That makes know? sense. Um, Ring Fit Adventure has been a hit since it came out. And Ring Fit Adventure since, um, I know at least in the U.S., ever since COVID-19 you know, became very serious in the U.S. Uh, and people couldn't leave their homes to go to gyms. Ever since then, Ring Fit Adventure has been sold out at Best Buy, Walmart, Target, Amazon. They can't get them and keep them in stock. So as soon as they get in stock, people are buying them out because they're working out from home, which makes sense why Ring Fit Adventure is, is so big. Um, I really hope, but still, I don't, no, I agree, I agree. But here's my hope: I really hope that now that Min Min is being is joining Smash, there'll be a whole new audience. Because think about it, uh, the Switch is the Switch has been a huge seller since day one. But for people who bought Switch, you know, the second year in or maybe the third year in, they haven't heard of ARMS. Uh, ARMS isn't being advertised. There's no, there's, there's no reason for them to hear of ARMS unless somebody's buying it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like one of their friends. Um, or unless hope, they listen to the podcast. I really hope this breeds life into that franchise because this is Nintendo's newest IP right here. And it'd be uh, as far as a big game goes, it'd be cool to see those numbers really begin to climb because I am hoping and wishing I, I really that there'll be an Arms, you know, 2.0 come out. I don't want just an enhanced version of Arms. I like we talked about last week. I want a mm-hmm, whole new, a new Arms. game coming out in the same franchise. And um uh, I mean 2.1 is nothing to laugh at. That's that, those are good numbers. Um I would love to see it go a lot higher. And I think with I think this happening on Smash, I think we'll we'll finally get that.
1: I wish I I really hope they do because Arms is great and it deserves more than Ring Fit Adventure because that's just ridiculous. I, I
0: think I think it looks amazing. So uh, before we end this uh, segment about uh, the direct and, and or direct whatever whatever you want to call it. It was know. the
1: Super Smash Brothers Ultimate
0: live stream event. Oh, yeah, and that's according to that website, Dad's Gaming Corner. Right. Yeah, dadsgamingcorner.com. That's and those
1: right. guys are, like, really official. I, I've heard that. So heard that. listen to them. Yeah, d-
0: definitely go check them out. So, um, so I, I can't end this without asking, what did you think about Sakurai's um, gaming setup?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so like you mentioned I earlier. Mean, what? Uh, he, <laughs> what? He, he was talking from his home, you know, because of COVID, so he had to stay in his house. And so he 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 briefly showed his gaming setup with his TVs. Yeah,
0: well, his two. I wish two the, of them. I, we knew how big. Two giant flat screens. They're and big. Oh, so the yeah. first thing that bothered me, though, was why aren't they the same brand and the same size? Like The same size. I mean, they're both that was huge, but I'm me. like, get the same size, and dude. it's like. I, that would drive me this, crazy. His, I mean, man, his his gaming area is so clean, and it's, it's it's very it's very much like what you see in Japanese decor, where everything is you know just minimalist and everything's in its proper place. Everything just looks beautiful. It sounds like you. Oh, I would live there. In <laughs> that but it, like it sounds I mean, his area looked beautiful. It's just very clean in its place. And then you pan over, and there were these two miss shaped tvs anyway moving past that so let me give you just a little background and then we'll talk about the picture that you you holding in your hand back in 2019 um sakurai spoke about his incredible console collection and his dual screen gaming rig in his regular famitsu uh column and so back in 2019 he meant which i guess was only a year ago i don't know why that feels like so long ago so last year he mentioned that he has 60 different controllers think about that 60 different controllers Four switch consoles, six PS4 and PS3 consoles, and that he unsurprisingly finds it difficult to manage all of that. Uh, and we're, we're reading this courtesy of um, NintendoLife.com, and so it was just, you know, really cool uh, that that's where that's where he's at in all this. And so he, he finds it difficult managing all that hardware. I would I would imagine so. Um, so we're looking at the photo. You know, this is a screen grab from the from the direct thingy today. Uh, it looks incredible. It's like fifty billion consoles right it there. It looks so good. And th- and here's the thing: this is just his main setup. He has a second home, which is closer to work. That also has two TV setup and a bunch of other consoles and everything else. Um, this looks so good. It, I'm just looking at the photos. It looks great. Again, go go watch the 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 direct. We'll link it right there in the show notes for you guys. Super
1: Smash Brothers Ultimate live stream event.
0: That's what it's called. Thank you for keeping track of that, Jay. That's why you are the amazing co host mm-hmm. that you are. But, yeah, this dude,
1: yeah, I can't get over the TVs, though. As soon as it panned over, I was like, why are your TVs not the same size? Oh, I know. It hurts. Because the one on the left is, like, way taller. It hurt. I, I don't know. But, yeah, the consoles are crazy. There's Looks so great. many of them.
0: Yeah. All right, Um, that's going to wrap it up for the main topic for the show. So let's go ahead and move on over to, uh, I was going to say to Dad's Gaming Corner. Nope, let's move on over to Indie Corner. <laughs> All right, on today's Indie Corner, we got three games for y'all, and um, we're gonna kind of mix them up here. So the first one is Johnny Turbo's Arcade Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja, and so that's a mouthful. And so let me just say this: uh, anybody remember Joe and Mac? If you're listening to the show and you remember Joe and Mac, that means you remember playing it on the arcades. Uh, basically, you've got two cavemen that are always out there to rescue some cave women. Uh, this game is normally uh, seven dollars and ninety nine cents on the Nintendo eShop, but right now you can pick it up for a dollar ninety nine. It's rated E ten and up, um, and that's just because of you know you're you're beating up people. That's that's really it. So suitable for all ages. Um, for me, this is a solid seven out of ten. It's a fun game. I mean, it's not like this great amazing game, but it's a fun game. Uh, I w- I bought I actually bought this game for eight dollars when it came out on Switch because so many childhood memories came back. Uh, when I saw this, but this is uh, the Joe and Mac Caveman games, but it's the Ninja one, and right now it's on sale for $1.99. Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. I've seen you play this.
0: Oh, I love this game. I love this oh, game. And so yeah, yeah, uh, okay. on Nintendo's website, here's what it says. It says, save the cave babes with two-player arcade action. Um, it says, grab your club and get ready to go on a wild prehistoric adventure with the caveman ninjas, Joe and Mac. Help Joe and Mac, two cavemen, Who's, uh, who fight against ca- uh, enemy cavemen and dinosaurs using prehistoric weapons. Love this game. Uh, for $2, go out and buy it. You can play two-player co-op. It's a great game. Absolutely love it. Um, there's not a whole lot to say about it because this is an old-school arcade, and it's a side-scroller arcade. Um, it's one of those that kind of keeps moving. It's kind of like a beat-em-up, but not really. I mean, the screens do kind of lock when your enemies on the screen, but you just keep going sideways with it, like most arcade games were back then. Love this game. The nostalgia factor is great. It looks gorgeous on the Switch. Uh, they've cleaned it up a little bit. Really fun game, so go check it out. That's um, Johnny Turbo's Arcade Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja. It's a mouthful, but don't worry. I'll put a link in the show notes to take you right to the Nintendo eShop. You don't have to worry about trying to fill that in. The second game we want to talk about was Pixel, or is Pixel Gladiator. This is rated T for, teen, uh, T for Teen. We have talked about this one on the show before. I was hesitant on talking about it again, but the fact that this game is normally you know, $6.99, $7, and it's on sale right now for $1.50, I made me go back and start playing it again, and I was like, I really like this game. And so, it, again, this is a 7 out of 10 for me. We reviewed it before at a 7. I'm going to leave it at a 7. Um, I really like this game, and whenever I forget about it for a while and I see that it's on sale, I always go back and play it, and I'm reminded, this is a really good game. It is hard... I don't know. It, it, it's, it's crazy hard. Um, and just the, the the main thing right here they put on their website says, defend and upgrade your base, grab big weapons, and build deadly turrets to slaughter waves of furious creatures. And so you've got enemies attacking from the left side of the screen and the right side of the screen. And it's a side-scroller as far as... I mean, it doesn't scroll, but it's a side-view game like that. Um, if you've played Kingdom New Lands, think about that, where you've got enemies coming on oh, your I left and game. your right. But instead of you having this huge base that you can expand on either side... You stay in the middle, enemies are coming left and right, both ground units and air units, and you have to constantly manage your resources of, Am I building new turrets? Am I building bigger walls? Am I building air defense weapons? Am I repairing? What am I doing? It sounds just it like goes on and Lands. on. It's so good though. I mean, for $1.50, hey, so it's is so Kingdom good. New Lands. It is. It just has a different feel. This game's a lot harder. Uh, this game's what? a lot a harder. Lot for harder. Me. Yeah,
1: Newlands is hard. Well, well no, okay, the winter's let me say hard. this. Let me
0: say this. Maybe I haven't found my rhythm yet um for pixel gladiator but it has enough there where i want to go back and play it again and play it again and then i get tired i lay it down and then it's on sale. i'm like oh yeah i forgot i have that game i go back and play it again so worth it so for i mean it's worth the seven dollar price tag but for right now you can get it for a dollar fifty you need to go pick this Steel. game up um pixel gladiator is out on nintendo switch xbox one and steam so make sure you do check up check it out and so the last game we want to bring up on indie corner Is actually a board game gone digital, and that's Carcassonne. And so we've talked about Carcassonne on the show before under tabletop gaming. um, But right Right now, now, it's digital. Yeah, right now it's digital on the Nintendo Switch. They actually brought it out back in December of 2018, I think it was. So it's been just over, what, a year? It's about about a year and a half since it's released on Switch. Mm -hmm. Um, It's normally $20. And so if you are a diehard Carcassonne fan, you know, maybe go for it. I've been hesitant to pick it up because it's a pretty bare-bones version. However, right now it's on sale for $10. And so for $10, if you like Carcassonne, I think you should totally pick this up. And um, maybe you, you're you a single player and you don't have people to play with it in-house. in in, in house. It's okay. You can play this game online with people. For $10, I'd say absolutely go buy it. You can buy it right now and go pick it up. Uh, the Knights and Cathedrals expansion pack is also available for and it. I, cool. I think it's also on sale right now. Um, But you can play with this up to six players online. I think it's totally worth it. You should go go buy it. Um, You can buy this, again, it's digital. You can buy it on Nintendo Switch, Steam, iOS, Android, and it's actually available on Humble Bundle as well. And so go check those games out. Really cool deals. Uh, Jay, anything you'd want to throw in there about Carcassonne? Um, Because you do like the board game. Yeah,
1: we've already talked to y'all about the board game on Tabletop Gaming, like you said. Um, So, you know, y'all, if y'all have listened to an episode where we talked about it, y'all have a, a simple summary of the game. So, if that sounds like fun to y'all, but y'all don't really go out and buy board like physical board games very often, then definitely try to check out this digital version cuz maybe you you know, you, you the game sounds interesting, you just don't really want like a physical thing, then definitely go check out the digital one, especially while it's on sale like you said, what? For $10? Yes. Go get it for $10.
0: Yes. And um, the last thing I was going put, to put out there, I keep forgetting to mention this, is that we are doing humble, but we are partnering with humble bundle. And so um, each week or every other week, they'll send us a new link for a bundle. And um, right now they've got a bundle out there right now that 100 percent of proceeds go out to fighting for racial justice with everything going on in our nation right now. Um, this is a very worthy cause to go out there, buy a bundle. You get you get some really good games in this bundle. And what's cool is that, again, 100% of the proceeds from, from the purchases of the bundles go to support different organizations that are standing up right now, speaking out, and fighting for racial justice. And so an amazing um, uh, reason not only just to buy games, but, I mean, this, the, the purpose behind this, if you need reasons to justify spending some money on new games, and you're talking to your maybe your spouse and saying, ah, I don't know if it's in the budget, this is for it. So definitely go for it, do it. And we're going to do a better job of bringing up Humble Bundle as far as what they're doing, what, what bundles they're putting out there, and everything else. But right now, awesome deal. You need go check it out. So sure. um, remember, you can find everything that we talked about uh, t- today in the show links, uh, or I'm sorry, in our show notes. We'll put links in there in the show notes. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at dadsgc as well as Facebook.com facebook.comslash dadsgamingcorner. Um, Jay, you, you keep looking over and you're distracting me. I heard a loud bang. Loud bang. We need to go check, we need to end the show and go check it out. Uh, be sure to drop us a line at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com and send us your thoughts, questions, and your own stories. We'd love to hear from you. If you like the show, please do subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Leave us a five-star review if you can. And uh, if you'd like to help the show uh, financially, you can do so via uh, via Patreon at patreon.com slash Gaming corner. And that's gonna wrap up the show.
1: That was a good show.
0: It was a good show. We had a lot of information thrown in there, and I apologize. I realize I just started talking like 100 miles a minute because I, too, keep seeing my kids doing something in the other room, and I heard a loud noise, so we need to go figure out what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jay, anything you want to say in closing? Nope, nope, not at
1: all. Y'all, y'all, y'all have a good time, you know? Go get that DLC on y'all, May 29th. you y'all, 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 Not May 29th. Sounds like you're
0: uh, June Porky the Pig saying, bitty, biddy biddy. That's all, folks. <laughs> That's all, folks. (laughs) All right, everybody, stay safe. Uh, Keep gaming. We'll see you all next week.